Pet Psychic Show. Welcome to the Pet Psychic Show. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to sing along, but then I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know if people would want to hear me singing along. Sing along. <laughs> uh, call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. I see we have a few calls already in here, so hold on, callers. We'll get to your calls in a few minutes. Um, welcome to the Pet Psychic Show. Hi, Laura. Hello there, everybody. Hi. How was your uh, Christmas? Oh, it was great. Yeah. yeah. What'd you yeah. do? I can't really complain. I didn't really do much, to be honest with you. Oh, that's good, um, too. Yeah. I was supposed to go, if Tina's listening, she blew me off. I <laughs> was supposed to go and take all these farm animals. To church, and I was like so excited about it. And my friend totally blew me off, and she was like, and like she, I guess the dog. This is true because she owns a grooming facility. Her name is Tina, mm-hmm. and she, um, a dog ate her cell phone. Oh no! I know, and so I couldn't get in touch with her with her cell phone. But both her boyfriend and her mother's phone voice recording was was um, full, so I couldn't leave a message anywhere. Oh, no. And I was, like, trying to call her in my head. I'm like, Tina, Tina, call me. Like, trying to give her telepathy in her head, my head. All right. But I guess she told me that she was going to be at the shop and, you know, didn't yeah. have. But it's okay. What I did do instead was that I went to a client's house and mm-hmm. I and um, I spoke to her her husband who passed away and the kid's father, which was a really fun experience. But then I also get to, te- to talk to the eight-month-old babies. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was really fun. So I got to talk to, like, eight-month-old babies, like baby human babies. Right. I don't, I don't know if um, any of our listeners know about this, but Laura has – uh been talking to babies recently this is that sounds totally weird but it's like a more it's a newer thing you've been doing right yeah yeah it's and it's been so much fun like they are so aware of uh of every they're like pets you know they're mm-hmm. so they're much more aware than we think that they are mhm and so tell us more about the whole talking to babies process i mean like what are babies like? Are they, you know, what are, like, I don't know, tell tell us an example. Yeah, well, they can, like, tell about, like, our, sometimes they can see, like, our energy field and, like, what's around us, but they can talk about things that we're talking about. To be honest, I'm having a complete blank on what really these babies talked about. But <laughs> this happens to me sometimes because when I talk to the animals and the kids, um, I go into this meditative date and then sometimes I forget the session. <laughs> right. I really need to record them, you know. Mm-hmm. But like these babies, they were like talked about like things that they wanted and like the what was really interesting to me is that the last time I spoke to this little boy, he was me they're twins. Maybe he was like three months old or something and he remembered his past life big time. And he was, like, wanted to get up and walk and, like, move. Oh, and so he wanted to go to work at, like, three months. He was, like, I hate – he couldn't – every time he would fall asleep, he would get up – he would wake up and start crying. And they wanted to know why he didn't like to sleep because, like, he would fight sleep. And he's like, every time I fall asleep, I wake up and I remember I'm an infant and I can't go to work. And so it was really frustrating for him. So this time he was much, like, happier. He was still such a serious baby back then. So this time he was much happier. And and so I said to him, you know, so, like, do you still, like, miss, like, going to work? And he's like, don't remind me. He, like, totally didn't want to be reminded. And then, and he was like, all I want to do is write my signature. Like, I want to write my signature. Because he remembered that in his past life, his signature was very important. Do you, does he know, like, have you ever had this where someone might know their past life? Do they know their name? 
Well, he was, yeah, he, and this is like, I totally believe this to be true. He was the, his great-grandfather. So he was his, no, he was, yeah, his grandfather's father reincarnated. Wow. And did your clients, like, you know, did, was that true for your clients, like that rang a bell for them? Well, they what they did say is well, it's hard to tell now because they didn't really know their great grandfather, but everything they'd heard about him. I mean, he's a very determined little baby. Like they can tell that, but you know, they. I think t- really time needed to go on more to if they see that. But yeah. they said that everything that I had said to them about their baby at three months all turned out to be true in their personality. Wow. So, like, as I watch the kids age, it's like everything sort of manifested to be true. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting for everybody around to hear what they say. And the, the uncle said, wow, it's, like, amazing how the babies look at you mm-hmm. and while they're talking. You know, but I don't yeah. notice the difference because I'm not around the baby yet any, any other time. You know, I don't know how they engage with people, but the babies would focus on me. Wow. Like, so I foresee um, the the baby psychic radio show. That could be I know, something I think we, we should, should do. I think we should do that. That would be so fun. The, I love com, so I'm totally, like, ready to go. With. I mean, we must sound like total weirdos. <laughs> we sound like total weirdos, but I think it's really fascinating, and I think it's really cool. No, it's so much fun. You have no idea. I can't stand it. Yeah, you'll have to come and talk to all my friends who are... Have you talked to babies who are still in the belly? Yes, yes. And the thing is that I've heard that that has been true, too. Like, they have... they have, Like, I've talked to twins in the belly. And wow. they Different twins than these twins I was talking about. And they, too, have, like, turned out to be very similar to what I said their personalities would be. Oh, wow. Yeah, you have to totally come over. So um, when I have a few friends who are pregnant, and so we should document this, and you guys can, all of our listeners can watch our little video on YouTube or something. (laughs) That would be really fun. So perfect. (laughs) Um, So what did the, uh, did the animals do anything for for Christmas or? Do my animals? Yeah. We just went for a walk and hung out. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. We had a fire and that was fun and mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> cool. So now I'm at my friend's house because yeah. my house isn't ready to move into, and I've left the beautiful mansion, and so now I am at my friend's house, and so that's like a whole other thing. Everybody getting used to each other because there's other dogs here, and the cats are in the closet. But Makia really wanted a closet. All she's been talking about is I want a closet to sleep in, and so now she's got this closet to sleep in. And Right. Cool. So, so many adventures we've had. So many adventures, you guys, you and your crew. We're <laughs> traveling a lot. We're traveling a yeah. lot. We're going to all staying at different houses, and so that's sort of fun. That's cool. Uh, let's take some phone calls, shall okay. we? Okay. Uh, we have Latasha from Ventura. Latasha? Hey, Laura. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing okay. Um, I know we talked last week, and um, I put Trooper to sleep on Wednesday, last Wednesday. Oh, yeah. how'd that go? It was hard. Um, I um, I read from him. I read from the Bible to him like the past week, and um, oh. read about heaven and everything, so that we, he would kind of know where he was going. And um, I painted oh. a picture of him like he wanted. That's oh, one of the nice. things that he said. And um, I just um, I know he said that he wanted me to hold him, but because there was going to be gas in the room, the vet wouldn't let me hold him in. I was so heartbroken when, you know, my vet took him from me because he started crying. And it just just broke my heart. And I told him that I explained to him what the vet said, why I couldn't be in the room, that she wanted him to be under anesthesia because the needle was going to hurt. And so I just wanted to explain that to him just so he he understands. And I know he does. And I also wanted him to explain the move Can you you remind everyone who 
explain who Trooper is? Or for Trooper. people who are just assuming. Yeah, Trooper is a four-year-old guinea pig. He was he was a rescue. We rescued him knowing that he had heart disease. And his foster mm-hmm. dad said that he would live maybe another six months, and he uh, lived a year and five months. Wow, so, that's neat. And so why, so you weren't even allowed to be in the room with him? No, she um she said that she puts gas in the room because of OSHA rules, but I couldn't be exposed to the gas. And that is that just for guinea pigs, or is that for... I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. I've never put any other animal to sleep like that before. Yeah, um, so what, was it, what, is that how they put him to sleep with the gas, or did they put him to sleep with, a, with, the, with the needle? No, she puts him to sleep with the needle, but she didn't want him to feel the pain of the needle. So she put him under but, anesthesia, and she used, I guess she uses gas to do that. That is so interesting. I've never heard that before, that you're not allowed to be in the room. I yeah. wore the gas. So, uh, so how was that? So were you able to go and then touch him afterwards? She brought him back out to me um, after he was um, after he went to heaven, and she put him in a special box that it's actually a jewelry box that Richard had made for me when we first got married. And on the and on the glass it said, "I will always love you forever and ever." Oh, that's so sweet. So and that's what he and was in. what was can you what was the what was the phrase that you read to him from the Bible. I'm just curious. I read a lot of things. I, I read to him the story about Noah's Ark and all the animals oh. that were on the Ark. Oh. And I read to him about Adam and Eve. And um, I also read to him about what God says about animals and, you know, oh. uh, being our, how they are given to us to be our companions and how, you know, we'll be judged in heaven by the way that we treat them. And that, you oh, know, well, yeah, the animals were created um, in the likeness of God. They're a reflection of God. They're, you know, perfect and pure. Oh, that's beautiful that you did that. So, yeah, I read, I read him about an hour to two hours, like, every night. Oh, I love it. So, yeah, okay. I just wanted, you know, if you could reach out to him just to kind of explain to him. I want to know how he's doing, and I just wanted to know, I told him to explain to Mukau where he was going because this is going to be the second little friend that Mukau has lost. So oh. he had a before that we put to sleep because he had tumors and he was really sick. So. Right. Okay. So let's get let's get Trooper. Hold on. I'm doing great in heaven. It's exactly like Mom said it would be like. When I got taken away from her, I was really scared. I know. But the woman pet me in between my my eyes, and I felt soothed. And I left really fast. Yeah. And when I left really fast, I ended up in my mom's lap where I could turn over and over again, like he could roll. (laughs) And I was lifted to heaven in mom's lap. And so that's kind of, it's common, it's not all the animals are like that, but um, very often the actual transition to heaven is can be many different ways. And But at times the animals feel like we actually join them on that, like, bridge to heaven. And so for him it was actually like being in your lap and being able to roll around in your lap. When mom read to me, it was really peaceful. And I realized that the story about God in heaven is true. Because <laughs> we are all one when we get to heaven. It's like a web. We're all connected. Mm-hmm. I can hear my mom talking to me. And when she talks to me, I feel brave. And that's, like, that's, like, a really neat thing, too, because a lot of people are scared that if they talk to their pet or if they light a candle for their pet or if they're um, if they're still thinking about their pet that has recently crossed away, a lot of people are scared that that's going to hold their animal back. 
But it's been really interesting. The animals where we still talk to them and we, like, candle tour them, they are empowered. Their soul is empowered from that in spirit. So that actually helps them to grow, which is a neat, which is really neat, I think. I mean, there can still be those people that are, like, mourning them so much and, like, are are a little bit too obsessed with it. And that can that can hold the animal back. But if you are just talking to them because you miss them and, you know, just not concentrating all of your mournful energy into it, but actually sending them love, that will help them grow. Tell my mom that I've seen Dad. Where's Dad? Is he home yet or is he... What did he say? Uh, tell my mom I've seen Dad. Is he, is he still is he still abroad abroad? Yeah, he's still deployed. He's still deployed. Yeah, so he's saying that he went and he saw Dad where Dad is, and he's going to be safe. I told Trooper to be his guardian angel that he can now make sure his dad comes home safe. I'm going to be mom. Because <laughs> dad sometimes is in, in a dangerous zone. Is that true? Um, No. Where he's at, there's no violence or anything. That's good. Yeah, no. Um, I wonder what that means. Yeah, it's a oh, high-stress job. Oh, But it's okay because he's safe, he says. Yeah, he is. Can you just tell Trooper that I'm sorry that I couldn't be there when he was put to sleep? I wanted to be there so badly, and it really he broke just, my heart. He says, Mom, it's okay. Mom, it's okay. I didn't want him to be scared. Mom, I'm all right. I'm all right. Okay. And did he explain it to Mukau what was going on? And remind us who Mukau is again. Mukau is the other guinea pig that you oh. talked to previously. It's so cute, Mukau. <laughs> Sounds like a cow. Because he looks like a cow. <laughs> Mukau is okay. But Mukau wants another friend. I know. Okay, it's good to know. Aw, thanks for calling in and, and talking to us again. You're welcome, Laura. Thank you so much for uh, talking to Trooper and just, you know, tell him that I love him. And, you know, I always talk to him in my prayers. And I buried him next to um, Bo, my lab that you had talked to who had cancer a oh, long time yeah. ago. Right, yeah. Oh, that's so nice. That's so beautiful. So he's He's all he's all my dad's property, and he's not going. Trooper's not going anywhere. And I go down there, like I went Christmas Day and sat and talked to him and gave him flowers, him and Bo. Oh, that's good. They hear you when you talk to them. They understand. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, thanks, Laura. Yeah, and thanks for sharing your story. You're welcome, and I'll definitely, I will call again soon so you could talk to um, the gerbil and our dog as well. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Thanks, Natasha. Bye. Okay, bye. I think what she did was so great by reading them about, like, heaven. I know, that was amazing. That's really thoughtful and just shows how much she cares about Trooper and the rest of her animals. That's so sweet. <laughs> It really helps with the transition for them to mm-hmm. kind of know what heaven is about. Right, you know, whatever right. Whatever the belief system is. I mean, even you could buy, like, children's books on heaven or all pets yeah. go to heaven or all animals go to heaven and read that. Mm-hmm. That's a really good idea. Mm. Um, let's see. We got Terry from Glendale. Terry, are you there? Yes. Hi, Terry. Hi, Laura. How you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. Thanks for calling in. My pleasure. I uh, I have a problem. Okay. It's not that I have a problem. My cat has a problem. She's uh, not going to the sandbox. Ooh, and okay. we have three cats. Uh, they're all related. And she separated herself from the other two and is doing her business in the living room. And um, I wonder why. 
And is she going pee and poo in the living yes. room or just pee? Uh, no, both. She's going both in the living room. And how many cat boxes do you have for the three cats? Three. We have three cat boxes? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's good. And so um, tell me, what does she look like? Um, she looks gray. She's like a gray tabby? Yeah. Well, she's uh, she's feral, actually. Uh, um, I... Um, she was her mother with her mother for oh, about uh, two or three months. Oh. But we uh, we um, the mother checked us out before she gave birth. Um, oh. And uh, and uh, I I did all the appropriate things. I we captured them and and okay. and got them fixed and 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 shots and so forth, including the mother. And uh, okay. they're about, uh, I would say, five years old. Okay, so, so Terry, I need a good. I need to have like an image of her in my head to talk to her. So I need to know exactly what she looks like. So she, she's gray. all gray. Does she? Does she have stripes? No, all gray. Oh, okay. And what color are her eyes? Blue. Oh, blue. Yellow. Oh, my daughter keeps saying yellow. Okay. <laughs> And so is she, and so she's about five years old, and what's her name? Marlena. Oh, that's a pretty name. Okay, hold on, I'm going to get Marlena. She's a pretty cat. Yeah, I bet she is. I've got an all-gray cat with yellow eyes, too. She says the litter boxes are getting stinky, and she doesn't like it. Okay. She says they have an odor that's really strong to them. She says she's trying really hard to pee and poop in them, but it's the odor's really strong. It's making her dizzy. So, um, is she going in the litter? Laura, this is what I did a couple of weeks ago. Uh, My daughter suggested that I lock her in a small room with uh-huh. the uh with the litter box and her food and so forth and so on and take her out for after three days that she would oh. get adjusted to again to the litter box yeah. um and it's the same litter one of the litter boxes that uh usually is outside and I put that in there and the food and so forth and so on and uh she came out, and uh, everything seemed to be okay for a couple of days, and then she went back to uh so uh, i I don't know whether it's the litter box smell because she used that same litter box that that is there, yeah, but cats won't go to the bathroom in their own space, so if you put her in a contained area, she might be forced to use it because she doesn't want to uh-huh. go outside of it because that's her space. so tell me what kind of litter do you use? Because there are a couple of different things that, like, you want to make sure that the, there's no top on the litter box. Is there a top on your litter box? No. That's good, good. Because the top's, like, holding the, hold yeah. in the. And then you, you, you're probably, if you have three litter boxes, you're probably keeping them clean, right? You're yes, every, every night. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so you want to make sure that. And then, then the other thing that they complain about is, like, because I'm thinking about how she's talking about the smell. So some of the litters, they they say for multiple cats, and they add, like, a smell to them. Do you want to make sure that you just get a plain litter, not for multiple cats? And that you also want to stay away from the clay litters, because the clay litters are really dusty, and so sometimes that causes, like, an allergy in them. Mm. Well, uh, just a moment. What's the name of the litter that we use? Arm and Hammer. Yeah, I don't know about that litter. I should probably know about that litter, but I don't. Is it a clay-based litter? Yes. Yeah. So you want to see if you can go try and find like more of an all-natural litter. Like World's Best is a really good litter, um, and you could get World's Best litter uh just the original formula uh-huh for like sweet scoop is another one that's you could find it like a pet co uh-huh. uh, and try that you want to try and stay away from clay if you find that your 
the litter and it's like a little bit dusty for you, it's extra dusty for the cat. Uh huh. And so, so how when she poops, do you notice like, is it soft or is it hard or? It's hard. Because the, it's because the other thing that that alerts me is well one the smell right. So you want to make mm-hmm. sure you have the right litter. But also if she's feeling like oversensitive, then she might not be feeling well. It might also be diet. And so if she's starting to feel nauseous because smells are being really intense all of a sudden, it might be that her diet is just making her more sensitive to to smells and being nauseous. So you want to make sure she's on a heart on a high quality food. What do you feed her? Uh, I I don't know exactly the name of the brand, but uh, we feed her. Uh, they like. Imes, and we leave, feed her imes, and they 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 like particularly the the sauces, and oh, and yeah. she she's constantly scratching herself. When I first oh, she uh, oh about uh, two years ago, I I was taking her to the vet, and they said there was an allergy, and uh, they kept giving her shots. And oh. nothing. Uh, I didn't see any change in the in the behavior after three times, so I figured oh. that that's not the right diagnosis. And uh, she still s- scratches herself so many times. I mean, sometimes. Yeah, so, so that makes sense to me. She probably has a food allergy, and so what's happening is because the Arm and Hammer might have a scent to it, and it's dusty. That that it's actually getting too overwhelming for her to be in there. And so actually, IAMS used to be thought of as a high-quality food, but it's not anymore. And IAMS actually, animal activists hate IAMS because they do all this testing on uh, cats and dogs. They put them in in cages, and then they feed them their food, and they Mm. say that that's their food study for whether cats and dogs actually like their food or not. So... um, and you can actually find how IAMS is cruel on the Internet if you if you Google it. Mm-hmm. So you want to stay away from the IAMS food, for sure. But you want to get her on more of a high-quality food, and you want to take her off all grains if she's itching. So no wheat or corn, and uh, it's actually a very common problem. And so if you can get her on the raw food diet, that would be the best, and you can buy that at a high-quality pet store. Mm-hmm. Um, in the frozen section, mm-hmm. or you can get her on um, before grain. It's made by Merrick's, Bee Gees it's called, and you can get that at a Petco. Yeah. That's the kibble. There's a little problem here because I, we have two other guys, uh, and uh, they, they seem to thrive on the, on, on the food. So uh, Yeah, they'll thrive on a high-quality food, though, too. They'll thrive on another food, too. Okay. I would really – and you won't be paying any more for a higher-quality brand. So okay. Before Grain, made by Merrick's, mm-hmm. you can get it at Petco, or Wellness, or Ruruva Canned, or a Prairie Canned Food. So no grain. Okay. So I'm telling you, if you change the litter and change your diet, she's going to be back in the box. Okay. I, <laughs> okay. I thank, I thank okay. you so much. Keep the Keep it, and I'll tell her to go in the box, but you got to kind of take care of those other things, too. You, you're going to tell her? I'm going to tell her to go in the box, but the only problem is... is that I, I told her myself. That <laughs> peeing and pooping outside the box is alerting you to some type of issue. And I don't feel confident about it. If she's feeling sick from the litter and me telling her just to go into the box the, 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 that makes yeah. you happy, that doesn't make her happy, and I'm really okay. here for the pet. So okay. what we can tell her is when she has a problem and she doesn't feel well, she can go closer to the box so that you know. Like if she's going to go pee or poop outside the box, to yeah. go closer to the box so you know that there's a problem, yes, but not yes. in the living room. Right. All right. Thanks, I'll try, Carrie. I'll try. Thank you so much, Laura. Have a wonderful day and a happy and a healthy new year. You Thank too. You. Keep us posted. We'll do. That's she a common she, problem, right? 
It is. And she says she wants to get better. I want to oh. get better. Says, yeah. Yeah, it's a common problem. I mean, cats can pee outside the litter box for all sorts of issues. They can be mad at you. They can, you know, hate the litter. They can, you know, uh, it can actually hurt them to get up into the litter box, like step mm-hmm. into the litter box. Mm-hmm. Um, or they can have a urinary tract infection. Or what I've heard a lot about is stomach cramping lately, like um, yeah. stomach cramping, so they poop outside the litter box. But hers is pretty basic, yeah. you know? And yeah. you like, don't like the litter, need a different mm-hmm. diet. Right. I hate this iron. What do you think about ions? Well, I mean, for I haven't done the research, but from what you've said, it sounds pretty, you know, scary. I don't like getting, oh my God, you, you know. You see these pictures online of these dogs and cats in cages. It's like, are oh. you serious? You actually are going to house hundreds of cats and dogs so that you can test the food? Like, why don't you give free food to a bunch of people? <laughs> <laughs> and then see what happens. That's better. Right. Or not, maybe don't put weird stuff in your food. Exactly. That's an idea. <laughs> um, we have someone in our chat room. Uh, Angie, who says she has a question about her dog, Fiona. She's a two-year-old golden color Australian dingo mix. Sometimes she will be sleeping, then she'll jump up and yelp, then run across the room for no reason, as if someone is poking her. Oh, that's a common problem, too, actually. You can believe it. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, I hear that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, she said she's okay, about 25 that's, that's pounds, not- golden color with white little spots on her legs. Oh, that's cute. Okay, let's ask Fiona. Why is she? What's happening there? Mm-hmm. She says she has a nightmare that somebody's pinching me. Mm-hmm. It's like a. It's this nightmare is really scary. It's like this lobster being is pinching my butt. It's like right above my tail. And it hurts me. So what is happening to Fiona is not that she's having, I mean, she's having a nightmare that something's pinching her, but it actually sounds like maybe she has like a pinched nerve or something down by the base of her tail. Oh. And so that's creating pain and she's in sleep. So then it's actually created as a nightmare. But it's right. actually like right. pinched nerve. But it's at the base of her tail, um, like the right side. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like she needs a chiropractic adjustment. Sometimes my leg even falls asleep there. And it gets crampy. And sometimes when I run, I'm like, I'm a fast runner, but that leg is slow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, like, one of the things that people always tell me, like, when they have a two-year-old and they're, like, an Australian cattle dog or, you know, whatever they are, like a border collie, and I say that their animal has pain and they need an adjustment, they're always like, yeah, right, my animal's fine because they still can jump up and everything, but they're athletes. They can run through their pain. So you don't necessarily need to see them limping to have pain. Mm hmm I don't know if that dog's tail is cropped, but sometimes, like, the cropping of the tail can hurt the spine, and they can get that tensioner feeling. It says, uh, Angie also just said she has a white spot on her head and has a little stummo tail. Oh, I bet that meant stump tail. Oh, yeah. stump tail. So Sorry. Bet, <laughs> yeah, I bet she needs an adjustment. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, Angie, if... You know, a dog, a animal chiropractor. Maybe you should have um, Fiona checked out and have some adjustments done. Yeah, she believes her tail is cropped. You know how to find a veterinary chiropractor? You can Google veterinary chiropractic and um, veterinary chiropractic, and there should be a list of them on their website. Cool. Um, but also you can call all the high-end doggy daycares and the high-end pet stores, and they might know somebody. Or a holistic vet in town. Yeah. They might know somebody. Cool. Um, so good luck, Angie. Let us know uh, how Fiona's doing after she gets, if you're able to take her for a chiropractic adjustment. 
Uh, we got Jerry from Moore Park. Jerry? Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm doing great, Jerry. Good. Um, my husband and I visited you along with our three dogs last summer oh, in your great. office. And um, also I had brought a picture of my Maltese that had passed away on Father's Day this last year. Oh, Bogart, okay. I don't know if you remember. I would remember you guys if I saw you. I'm really... I'm yeah, really glad was my, but if I saw my, you guys, I remember you. Yeah, my husband was holding a little four-pound Maltese we had, and then mm-hmm. my um, courage peed on your uh, dog's pad oh, <laughs> or bed. Do <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> well, I remember there were a few dogs that peed on the dog bed, so I don't have a dog bed in the <laughs> <laughs> um, I was calling because um, when we were there, I forgot to ask you about – um, Bogart's little adventure a couple of years ago, and like I said, he passed away. We had to put him down on Father's Day in 2011. And um, two years ago, um, my daughter and her um, children and myself went up to our vacation home up north in um, Tuolumne County, and uh, he ran away with Ranger. He just, he, my granddaughter opened the door, and he ran as soon as he got there. And he'd been afraid of going up there for the last um, few times before. And we didn't understand why. And then he ran, and we couldn't find him for 30 hours. And 30 hours later, he came home. I could not find that dog, and we looked and looked and looked. Do you know where he was and what happened okay, and why he was afraid? He was, he was, a, um, he was a Maltese? Yes. 16-pound Maltese. 16-pound Maltese. Maltese. We didn't, I, I kind of remember this story. We didn't ask him? We didn't ask no. him. No? Okay. Um, and he's passed away now, you said? Yes, he's gone. Okay. And what, And his name is, remind me his name again? Bogart. Bogart. Okay. Hold on. Let me get him. Hold on. He said that he was scared to go up there because sometimes he would hear grunting in the walls. Huh. It's and I got up. scared and I, I ran and I hid in the woods. Why did it take him so long to come home? He says then he got really scared in the woods and he he just froze. And I could hear them calling me, and I just I just couldn't move. We looked all over and couldn't find him. I was him. really scared, and there were all these these noises. Yeah, well, it was up in the Western Sierras, so it's up even in the, the trees made noises. It sounds like the wind, and they were like crackling in the wind. Uh huh. I was really scared, and then finally I got brave. I don't know what the grunting in the walls is, but sometimes the animals will talk about, like, sounds in the walls or, like, banging or something in the walls, and sometimes it can either be, like, the heater turning on or, like, the old piping. Oh. And and then that scares them, and they don't know what those noises are. And it's actually not uncommon for when an animal, like, is in fear to run and just to hide and to... Sometimes people even will walk right by the animal and not even see them because they're just they get themselves into such a fear mode that they can't they can't like move past it. He said I wasn't with anybody. Okay. I was scared in the woods. We were so scared, and he came home and. God, I would freak out, especially a little one in the wilderness. So I was scared to death. Yeah, yeah he, he had to eat by an owl. That's there scary. are owls up there, and um, there's bears up there. Yeah, I think maybe that's what he thought the grunting was. Maybe if you guys had been talking about bears or something. Yeah. And then we- he like the grunting in the walls and then he thought maybe that was a bear oh well i just never knew where he was and we we were just frantic he looks like hidden behind like a fallen log or something or fallen wood because it looks very was it cold because it looks like the winter it was april 
Oh, because everything looks brown to me. Well, it's dry. Huh. And there is, there is, you know, fallen trees and things up there. It's all surrounded by pine trees. Yeah, everything looks brown. It's way up in the hills. And he looks like he's cold, but he wouldn't be. Would he be cold in April? What's the weather like? Oh yeah, it gets cold at night. About thirty degrees, oh. probably. Oh my gosh, yeah. And he came back, and his uh, little tummy was all scratched, and then he had um, ticks. He had about four ticks in him, and I took him to the vet up there the next morning because when he got home, it was like 11 o'clock at night. And, oh, my um, God. He just buried himself, and he wasn't far away. I don't see him far away. I don't. I couldn't see where he could have gotten that far away. Because no, I, he I, didn't go very far. He just went and hid by, like, a thing and buried himself. And he heard you calling him. Yeah, they took Ranger with us because Ranger's the one that um, – the little Pomeranian poodle, and I took him with us because he's the one that ran with him. And but Ranger came back when I called him, and Bogart didn't for thirty hours. Right. Oh God! I mean, he spent the whole night. It was like five o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. And he came home on Monday night. You know, ten, eleven o'clock. <laughs> God, well, thanks for thanks for calling in. It's good to hear from you again. You too, and thank you for letting me know because I never knew what happened to him. Okay, take care. Happy New he Year. He also said, Happy call my New mom like that. Hi. Oh. <laughs> oh, I miss him. Okay. Yeah. Thanks oh. for calling, Jerry. Okay, yeah. thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. That would be Poor so scary. I can't believe you didn't come back for 30 hours. You know, they do that sometimes. Cats do that a lot, too. They're, like, really close, and they won't come out. My oh my little God, friend Chloe, this little my cat, friend. she hid under a house for like two days before she came out. When we knew she was under there, but they just get themselves in such a fear mode that they can't kind of get past it. Oh wow! I think that happened to my um, sister-in-law and her cat. I just heard that her cat didn't come back for like a couple days, and then I think on Christmas or Christmas Eve or something like that, in the morning when she woke up, like her cat was had come back in and was like playing with her head or around her head. <laughs> That's the best. She should call in because I wonder what story that cat had. I know. <laughs> I should. I should make a call in next time. <laughs> well, um, we got our special guest on the line, uh, Sean. Hi, Sean. Hi. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean from how are you? German I'm... Shepherd Rescue of Orange County. Yes. That's us. <laughs> yes. Sean, give us your website. Are we? It's G S R O C, the initials for German Shepherd Rescue of Orange County. dot O R G. It's so good to have you on again. It's good to be so, back. Yeah. So tell me that the dog that we spoke to last time is he still in his home? Yes. Yep. Yes. He's, he's doing fantastic. Oh, that's so good. Oh, thank so, you. Th- thank you for helping him. Oh yeah. So so tell us tell us again about your organization and where you're located and all the wonderful things you're doing. We are located in Orange County, California, and we rescue dogs from shelters throughout uh San Diego, Los Angeles, Orange County, and Riverside. We have approximately 71 dogs looking for their forever homes right now. Um wow. we've we've taken in some real hardship cases lately. Um, that have kind of stretched us to our limit. Um, we just took in a girl two days before Christmas. We pulled off a miracle. She was in a high-kill shelter with pneumonia and was going to oh get put down. So we took her in, and um, we've taken in some dogs with health issues, a couple seniors. You know, we Of course, we've got the cute puppies, too, um, and everybody in between. Oh, you do? <laughs> We so don't discriminate. Cute, <laughs> yeah, so you cute, like, German Shepherd full full puppies? Oh, German Shepherd puppies are being dumped in shelters like you wouldn't believe. Oh, my it's, gosh, it's you're kidding. No, people uh, think only, you know, mixed breeds end up in shelters. And every breed, you see every breed in the shelters yeah. with the economy and people losing their homes and just – you know, people get the cute little puppies for Christmas, and then when they're three months old and chewing on the furniture, off to the pound they go. 
Wow. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, I love the German Shepherd breed. This is my my first time in my life where I don't have a German Shepherd. We can fix that. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. I look at the pictures and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, I know. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe soon. Maybe soon. So, um, okay, so we have Schultz that you want to talk to today. Yes. And I looked him up on your website, which is the greatest website with all the pictures and all the information of the of the animals. And he is just absolutely gorgeous. He actually looks like my old wolf hybrid. Aww. And, yeah, he looks a lot like Maya did when she was younger, like really like tall and slender, right? The tall, right. slender yeah, and the stables, really gorgeous. And so tell me, what's going on with Schultz? Like, what's his story, and what do you want to ask him? Um, well, Schultz uh, was found by a compassionate police officer running stray, and um, it took him to the shelter because, you know, of course, as his family was going to look for him, that's where they would go. And no one came for Schultz, so he reached out to us and asked if we would please take Schultz in, and we did. And um, Schultz does not like small dogs. Schultz does not like cats. Schultz is picky about other big dogs he likes. And we actually placed him with another police officer, which we thought would be a fantastic home. She would jog with him for, you know, miles and miles every day to get him plenty of exercise. And he, no matter what she did, escaped and ran away. And it's like, we, what, what is he looking for? Why does he run away? I mean, this was a fantastic home for him. The woman was crushed, um, but she just could not contain him. And we, and we so, don't understand well, how it. did he escape? Like, did he jump over a fence? Did over he, the fence. Did he out? He, okay. he got out. And she tried everything. And finally, and- for his own safety, um, she returned him to us. And we just want to know what what happened to him that he doesn't like other animals. What happened to him? What's he looking for? Why does he run away? Is it possible that if he doesn't run away, he can go back with the woman? That I don't know. Okay. Okay. Well, let's talk to him and see what he says. Okay. Okay. Let me get him. He's so gorgeous. He's so cute. He's got the longest tongue. (laughs) Oh, I know. He says he's missing his friend. I had a guy and he carried a gun too. He he had a lot of guns and I would go with him everywhere. He wasn't a police officer. Hi, was he astray in a bad neighborhood? I don't know what neighborhood he was found in. You don't see a whole lot of strays in good neighborhoods, though. I'm really looking for him because he's missing me a lot. And I feel like I belong with him. Now, what do you think, though, if this guy was really looking for him, don't you think that maybe he would, but maybe he's scared to go to the shelter because maybe he's not that... Well, Schultz, <laughs> Schultz was not microchipped, nor was he wearing any ID. So, gosh, what do I tell him that, that he's got to put that part of his life behind him? Yes. That even if that guy is looking for him, it, maybe it's not the best life for him. I don't think the guy is looking for him. Because he could find him, right? I mean... He could have found him at the shelter, no problem. And if if... You know, if he would have been even had ID or been microchipped, he could have been reunited. That woman that jogged with me, she gave me away because I ran away. Yep. Well, she returned him. She loved me. She'd kiss me all the time. Oh. When we go for runs, I'd look for my friend, but I couldn't find him. 
it's hard to not look for him when I feel like he needs me and I was his person. So now he needs to have another person that he needs to stay with. Yes. When I run away, I'm really confused. I was told small animals are rodents. I was told they're bad. They're not bad. And so then this is the same, the time, too, where you want to tell him that, well, that he's got to meet everyone as an individual and that it's real. Because he's good with kids, you said, right? Yeah, he's great with kids. Yeah, he's good with kids. So he's, And so little dogs and cats, he's got to think of them like kids. He's got to be gentle with them and then do his calming signals and talk to them in his mind. And he's got to raise his consciousness and realize he's going to have a better life than he's ever had before. Can I try it again with my running friend? I, d- I don't she know. I think she got another dog from us. Oh, no. I know. We'll find him a home, but he's he can't continue this behavior. He says, what do I do then? Be a good when boy. When they leave me in the yard, what do I do? You just stay in the yard and be with yourself. Just hang out. It's not like he's out there for long. I need a Laura, serious job. Can you I ask like him? Lots. He says he likes lots of commands in German. Does he know German commands? Have you noticed? We're going to find out real quick. Yeah. Um, can you ask him, would he like a home where, like, the person maybe owned their own business and he could go with them? Yeah, I would love that. Okay. But I'm not going to find my man? No, he's not going to find his man. No. Your man's gone. I would like that, then. Your man is okay. gone. Okay. You've got Schultz. You've got to understand that. You need to have a new life now. You've got to leave that past away. It's a different life now. It's hard to think about. That's hard because he really loved his old person. What does he do when he runs away? He just, like, runs frantic? He just runs and goes. That's so beautiful. I better start thinking about a new life. That's right. And small animals are good? (laughs) Yes. Yes, small animals are really cool. They can be your friends. They can sleep with you and play with you. You have to be really, really gentle and kind. That's your homework, to be gentle and kind. I like to guard property. That's interesting because he's running away. And that can be his job a little bit, too, can it? I mean, I guess not if he's going to work with somebody. He can't guard property because he needs to let people come into the shop or to the well, store. Well, even or if it was, like, somebody that, like, in construction, you know, he could guard the truck maybe. or And at night when yeah. these people are sleeping, he could, you know, guard the property. Guard the property, yeah. It's hard, though. It's like it's such a natural instinct for a shepherd to be a guard. I always am really careful about when I tell them it's okay because then they, like, take it way too seriously since it's like a natural instinct, you know? Right. Yep. Like, I don't want to go overboard and not let anyone near the truck, you know? Right. <clears throat> I've got to really start thinking about what I want. Gosh. Okay. So I think um, 
we sort of have to wrap it up. So I want to just, for you guys, I want you to just really start telling him that he's got to really start thinking about his new life and that he has to stay on the property and stay with his new people and that it's safest to stay where he is and that he has to let his past go and and keep reminding him to be kind, to be kind to little dogs and to cats. Okay. He's smart. He can do it. So, okay. Sean, tell us again your website. It's G-S-R-O-C dot O-R-G. And is that the best way for people to get a hold of you and to see all the German Shepherds and to 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 hear more about um, all the dogs that you have? Yes. Um, our our website, we actually have a fantastic website. All of our dogs are listed there. We also have um, resources for people, recommendations for people, um, our adoption events. We have adoption events every weekend. Oh, um, wow. And everything you need is right there on the website. Yes, and also contact phone numbers if, you know, they, they want to contact us either, you know, via telephone or email. Um, all that information is located on our website. Great. Thank you, Sean. Thanks for calling in again. Will you keep me posted? Let me know. Thank you. I will. And my Howard says hello to you. Oh, hi, Howard. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us, and and Happy New Year from all of us at German Shepherd Rescue Orange County. Oh, Happy New Year to you. Thank you, Laura. Hi. Oh my God! I when I see this website, I so want a German Shepherd. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm gonna become obsessed with it. Oh my gosh! I know German Shepherds are really, really cool dogs. My friend oh, has like, she has the biggest dog, biggest German Shepherd I've ever seen. His name is Leo, and oh, really? he goes to. She's allowed to bring her dog to work. She works over at Warner Brothers Records. And oh, really? she brings this giant German Shepherd to her office. Oh. It's really cute. Oh, my gosh. I so love it. I want one. I'm looking at all the German Shepherds on their website. I know. I kind of think, um, you know, my dog Ripley sometimes looks like a German Shepherd. Yeah, he, she definitely does. She definitely has Shepherd in her. You think I would so? Say. Yeah, I do. Those ears? Yeah, I know. It's the ears, really. Uh, Does anyone um, in your family want to say some words of wisdom? I don't know if Stormy's up to it or how's he feeling today. Storm, are you up to words of wisdom? Oh, tell everyone to say positive affirmations for the new year. Oh, that's a good idea. It is a good idea. We actually wrote an article today on doing positive affirmations for the new year. And that's on the petpsychic.com blog. It will be soon. Oh, cool. It will be soon, yeah. Oh, awesome. So we'll be looking out for that. So everyone go to um, always check out Laura's blog, and we have video clips and things like that. Um, You can see us working with animals. It's uh, thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com. And all of our information from today's shows and past shows will be there. And you can always uh, listen to this replay on iTunes and at Blog Talk Radio as well. That's right. right. That's right. right. Happy (laughs) New Year, everyone. I hope, um, I guess, the next time we'll be on, we'll be in the new year. Yes, that's true. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Do you have any, um, I don't know, did the animals say anything about the new year? Did anyone in particular say anything? About the New Year, well, I should pull up my article, but I don't think I have time for that. Oh, okay. Can we honestly, let's have no. quickly back We have 20 seconds. We don't have time. Okay. All right. It's like we'll 20 see. seconds. Okay, bye, everyone. See you next time. Oh. Uh-huh.